This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. I'm Rochelle Walensky, Director of the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, and this is a Director Debrief for August 15, 2022. FDA has announced a new strategy to administer Ginios monkeypox vaccines intradermally. This action serves to markedly increase vaccine supply. Intradermal administration of the Ginios vaccine allows vaccine providers to administer a total of up to five separate doses from an existing one-dose vial. I'm joined by Dr. John Brooks, who is the Chief Medical Officer of CDC's Monkeypox Response, to discuss what you need to know about intradermal vaccination. Intradermal vaccination refers to the administration of a vaccine just underneath the top layer of skin. This is different than the subcutaneous administration of vaccine, which goes into the fat layer underneath the skin. Intradermal administration gets the same results, but uses a smaller amount of vaccine effectively, allowing more people to be vaccinated with the same supply. So how does this work? You have an abundance of immune cells in the skin just underneath the top layer of your skin. When a vaccine is given into this tissue, you can generate a robust immune response using a smaller amount of vaccine. In fact, an independent randomized clinical study published in the peer-reviewed journal Vaccine during 2015 demonstrated that a small amount of Genios monkeypox vaccine administered this way produces the same immune response as the standard dose administered subcutaneously. Intradermal vaccine administration is not a new vaccination method. It's been studied extensively with vaccinations against other diseases such as influenza, rabies, hepatitis A and B, yellow fever, varicella zoster, and Japanese encephalitis. The use of intradermal vaccination has also been studied among people who have HIV. While these studies are limited, the results show that intradermal and subcutaneous vaccination can generate the same immune response to influenza vaccination, even in people with advanced HIV. It's important to also recognize that since intradermal vaccination puts vaccine into a layer of the skin enriched with an abundance of immune cells that are ready to act, you might experience a more noticeable injection site reaction than you would with subcutaneous vaccination. Typical reactions include redness, swelling, or itching. These reactions are temporary, and they usually go away on their own within a number of weeks. We also know Intradermal vaccination may require some training for vaccine providers. Many healthcare providers already have experience administering allergen tests or tuberculosis skin tests this way. CDC also has resources and teaching tools available to ensure that vaccine providers can receive training if needed. Vaccination is a critical tool in preventing the spread of monkeypox, and intradermal administration is an important method to help us get vaccines to those who need them. Remember, to get the highest protection, you'll need two doses of the vaccine 28 days apart, no matter which way you get it. If you didn't get your second dose on time for whatever reason, get it as soon as you can. And if you got your first dose of vaccine subcutaneously, you can get your second one using the intradermal approach. It's also important to reduce or avoid behaviors that increase your risk of monkeypox exposure between your first and second shots of vaccine your protection will be highest two weeks after your second dose of vaccine. So consider temporarily taking a break and changing some behaviors that may increase your risk of being exposed. For more on the current monkeypox outbreak and to find CDC's resources, visit cdc.gov monkeypox.
For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.